We're up to Perik Ulamid Zayin with Anufa and Tanya. Vehine Tachlis Shlemis Hazesh, or Yemesa Mashiach, Trisamesim, Hugili Erin, Save Baruch, Hubail, Mazer Gashmi, as we've discussed in the last two Prokim, that the, the ultimate purpose in creation is going to be seen and, and felt and realized in the Yemesa Mashiach. Uh, and especially when there's going to be Tchis HaMesim. Why? Because at that, why, how could you even have Tchis HaMesim? Because at that point, you have Gili Ur and Sev Gashmi. Right now, there's a limited Ur. And based on the fact that it's a limited, so therefore everything has li- limitation. <coughs> One of the reasons that it says that Shisha Alfei Shnim Shnin Hava Alma, the world will be six uh, for six thousand six millennium six thousand years. Vechad Chaluv, and then the last they'll be destroyed. So it's explained in Pnei Misatein Chesidus. That doesn't mean that the actual physical world will be destroyed, but Chad Chaluv means the Gashmi, the Hagbola, the limitations of the world will be destroyed. It won't have its limitations anymore. Why will it not have limitations? Like he says over here, because at that time, the unlimited light can manifest itself in a physical thing. That until now, it can't. So whatever, now it goes into the category called whatever has a beginning has an end. Because it's a limited energy, and a limited energy has a limited lifespan. But if the if the light, the energy that's in it is unlimited, so then therefore it's going to last forever. And therefore the bitchir samayisimos, there's no such thing as misa. Misa means there's a separation, there's gvun, there's a separation between the body and the soul. If the, once the soul is in the body, it's not dead. The fact that matter is that now the nisham is not in the body anymore, therefore it's separated. It's, it's a limited, it, it's not connected. But if it's erin safe, it's with unlimitations. If it's unlimitations, it's not limited, so therefore it could be in this davagashmi also. And therefore it has an unlimited life. Totally, all this, this part is totally b'masena, b'masena, kolzman, meshchal, golos. That's the job. We, I know it sounds like God made the limited world, and it's our job to make the unlimited world. Because that's what we do with Terah Mitzvahs. With Terah Mitzvahs is by us going ahead and utilizing the physical gashmistic items in this world. And we are using it L'Shem Shemayim. And we're doing it for mitzvahs. At that point we are bringing an energy that ain't safe into that. Where it didn't have it before. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, we're not seeing now what we're doing because we're, like we're going to learn in Sheikh Vamuna, it's been blocked from us. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, the job's being done. It's almost like, you know, uh, you have the miners, they don't want them to see what they are. You, you get a gold. They said, Diamond, if they knew what the value was, it's impossible to, to, to do it. You wouldn't be able to, uh, to, to accomplish what we're accomplishing if we didn't. If we realized how how great it is, this is very <clears throat> this is a fundamental part of Yiddishkeit that this, there's no schar mitzvah is not something outside of the mitzvah. 
Schar mitzvah, when you say that a person is going to get money or you can get life or get something else, that is completely secondary. That is not the actual essence of the mitzvah itself. The essence of schar mitzvah, he ha mitzvah ba'atzma. The, the actual mitzvah itself is what's, is the, the, the biggest schar that you get. Like when you see, when, it, when, when you give somebody, um, a gift, or you pay somebody to do something. So, at the end of the day, it's two separate things. You, 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 the person did what they did, and they get a secondary thing, a payment. It's two separate things. If a person didn't get paid, they wouldn't do that thing. <clears throat> so it's not, it's not. They're not connected to it. And if they don't get paid anymore, they won't do it anymore. It's two separate, completely different entities. But when a parent with a child, they don't, or a child, back and forth. When someone's doing something like that, a relationship like that, it's not because they're getting something out of it. This is why they're doing it. They're doing it because they, they, they're involved with the kid. Not because there's going to be some kind of schar, some kind of reward. That is the reward. The reward is to spend time with the child, to, 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 to have a relationship. That is the reason why they're doing whatever they're doing. The same thing, the schar, the mitzvah, is, is the Loshan is uh, mentioned many times, it's it's connecting. We're connecting to Hashem. The ultimate schar, there is no greater reward than we're connecting to something, to the Ebishter. <clears throat> and uh, that is the, the fact that there's other times that it mentions entirely different things. The Rambam actually speaks about it in a lot of detail in uh, in the Pirish of Mishnayis, he speaks about the, that how we start a kid, you give them little little toys and you get them excited and you get them involved and then they get older and then it's more expensive toys and it goes on it goes through the chain of, of different levels until you actually get to see the the, 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 the what you're doing, the beauty in what you're doing. So in other words, the 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 schar of the mitzvah I mean, the, the, the rewards that Terah tells you is only is a, is a step program to get, to, to, to entice the Nefesh Bahamis or whatever else issues the person has to, to, to do what they're supposed to do. But that's not what we're doing the mitzvah for. And that's why it's been a very important part in the Chassidish life that you don't do the mitzvah because you're going to Gan Eden. It's not that that's... It's, that's so. That's not the point. In fact, you can show goes to Ganeidin. It'll be great. Anytime you go into a good place, it's great. But that's not what we're doing the the, the mitzvahs for. The mitzvahs we're doing for we're doing this because they should ask. You don't say the you know because I need to go to Ganeidin. I need no, he made us holy with the mitzvahs. The whole point of the mitzvah is to connect because this is what the Ebishter wants. Because through the persons doing the mitzvah, he brings a level of, uh, of uh, he brings uh, something unlimited to be mislap, to get involved in the Elam Hazer Gashmi. That the, how do, how, one, of the, one, one of the ways of seeing it, that first a person, they, we take the items, anything physical, 
And it takes, it gets its sustenance, gets excitement, gets its energy from the Gash mystical world. And now we're taking it, we're changing the functionality and how we look at it and utilizing it for, 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 for Kedusha. So we literally change in at least starting with our world and it goes as, you know, whoever, the more people do it, the more it changes the world in, at large. That the gosh, that the, the physical thing is not there for itself anymore, but it's there. It gets its energy from something else. So, like for example, when we when we grow up, one of the main things we one of the most impactful things that we saw was when cable TV came around, and now the world, you know, shone it like this is terrible, terrible stuff. And all of a sudden, the evidence he says, one second, you can now connect. To people, you never connected before. It was impossible. We never understood this before. It says the Ebishter can connect one part to the other, or we have no point of reference to note. Now a person sits in one place, and he can speak to somebody in the other side of the world. The, the, the average person didn't relate to such a concept. It was, it was a clip, it was this, it was, it was just a way of showing movies and other bad things, all kinds of negative things in a way that you never ever were able to get before. Now we see it even more so on the internet. So then, what, but the point is, it's how you look at it. So when you look at the concept of the world, as as the tachas hashlemus of the whole world, you must is to have giggly erin safe in the world, to have godliness permeate all the different things in the world. So therefore, when you look at the davar gashmi and you start acting in that way, the the, the dvaram gashmim don't have life; they don't have entities on themselves anymore. It's just ways that that Hashem is using. To get through to the to the elam in in different aspects. So whatever you see, you you say, what could I use this for? Well, you know, to to help another person, to be a man, something. You don't just look at it as for itself. You're looking at it in the eyes because the tachas is a yemesa mashiach. It's for a time where you're going to see godliness in everything. So therefore, the eyes that we're going to we use in everything that we see in the world is as a way of how does it express it. Because the mitzvah, everything, all the mitzvah, everything we're doing is he ha mitzvah ba'atzma. That is what it is. First, it looked like something itself, some kind of independent entity, and then when you look at it on a bigger picture, you see something else. <clears throat> but then again, this is important to know that you can It's not uh, you know a free uh, free check to anything that you do. You know, as, as long as you do it for Kedusha, it's good. No. Only things that are mutter. You can't take something not kosher and, and, and utilize it for, 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 for good. So therefore, in the beginning, when it came to Mifzayim and things like that, Eber was very careful to make sure that people remember the, the boundaries of Tznius and, and certain things, that every halacha, nothing, nothing gets um, sacrificed in this concept. David should speak that this world is going to be a Ruchnistic world through the Tshulchan not in your interpretation, this is going to be a better way of spreading Yiddishkeit. If it's, if it's not Tarim and Mutarim, if it's not Tarim, it will not be successful. When, 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 um, 
when Zionism started, it was very anti-religious. Very, very anti-religious at the time. And there was a big, and therefore a lot of the Rebashab was very against at the time um, when it was happening because it was so much of it was anti-religion, more about the country versus, you know, separation from God, more, you know, it's all about, about a Jewish country and things like that. So there, somebody came over to him, to the, to the, to the, uh, to the Rebashab, or was it a Fidikab? I'm not sure who it was, and said, um, you know, when you see so many people are losing energy, you got to get them involved in any which way. And we see that, that um, it's, 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 it's keeping some of the people connected. So you have to, why, why don't shun it? It's right now, it's, it's something that's, that's keeping them connected. So, he, so the Fidu Kebbe told them that if there's a fire, the way you take out a fire is you throw water on the fire. But you throw a liquid, not just a liquid, it's water. If you happen to have a, 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 a you know, a kerosene, and you're going to throw it on the fire, you're going to make more damage. Same thing over here. The fact that it's that it's so, it, it, the movement was so anti-religious, it was something that you're just going to throw more, you're going to, you're going to make a bigger deal out of it. It's going to create a bigger destruction. Now it's hard to see because now the Zionist movement is so religious that it's even hard to see how it originally uh, um, started. Anyways, back to here. But it has to be dvarim terim mutarim. Otherwise, it doesn't do what it could gain. Kalaf, tefillin, a mezuzah, sefer things like that. But uh, <clears throat> those bring Kedusha into the world. That's what saying. You know, you take an esrik, it's the same esrik as the other one. But this one is arla. That means it's, you know, it's there for the, it's for the tree's earliest years. And you're not allowed to use that, that, uh, that esrik. The fact that it looks and has muhuda and has everything under the sun, it's still not going to do anything. It will not accomplish what it's supposed to do. Umoyas hatstoka, this is she'ein gezel behen. That's tough for the, for the, for the money collectors. But tztoka, uh, that's, that's interesting. Moas she'ein tztoka is actually here in the shul. There was a guy, there was a, I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while. He was somebody that used to daven. He told me that he was involved in a business, um, and uh, there were partners there. He was he was not the owner, but he was one of the main man, uh, upper manager, main manager of this business. And the three partners came to the Rebbe for there was yichidus for people who gave a lot of stock, who promised a lot, of, who gave a lot of stock, and. Um, and they came to the Rebbe and they, and, and they asked the Rebbe for, for a bracha for, for Panosah. So the Rebbe just says, in a kosher nefin. The Rebbe says, in a kosher way. And they started like saying that if they're planning to go into a business, if they do this and this and this, they're going to promise their They promised the world to stalk it to the Rebbe and everything. And the Rebbe said again, only in, in a kosher nefin, in a kosher way. And three times, like they couldn't get him off this kosher way. And he told me, he, he, these guys were not kosher, <laughs> and they and they imploded. You know, they did the whole business. He says there was a very they got, they did a lot. Of, they were not into very kosher business. This is interesting. So, uh, <clears throat> he was very uh, he was very moved because he saw them promising. They have a, a tremendous. It was a big potential business, and it was tremendous potential. And he saw the promise that they gave to the heaven, and there was like it's got to be an akasha nafin. 
you know, because otherwise it's not v'chein mos sheinem gezel kiyetzebehen. That doesn't have any any aspect of of not, because then it doesn't it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. V'chein. <coughs> Uh, and now, now he takes it one step um, uh, further that it's not just a gashmi, but we're also talking about the chayish behen, the energy. Also, It's not only the, the, the gashmi itself that gets that gets um, energized, but the energy that's in it also um, becomes a keli for uh, for ruchnis. I guess the way to understand this maybe is that you see that people that they don't have any um, the person who lives in a certain lifestyle they get stuck into their lifestyle and they don't have the energy they say I can't, I can't do it as they say I can't I can't I'm, you know this is it's impossible they can't see an option any other option but the when when a person gives in and does uh, the mitzvahs, he does the right thing. His energy also finds a way of seeing how it's possible to do it. You become more. You become the person becomes more 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 able. It's not exactly a perfect story for it, but there's there's once they they there's a very interesting story. The times of the Rambam. 70,000 people signed a letter asking the Rambam for a proof for Tchiyas HaMesim. <clears throat> because even though the Chazal tells, says, you know, all the Psukim, the Oz Yoshi, and all the other Psukim, everything that's referred in, uh, refers to Tchiyas HaMesim, they said you can touch it in a different way. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be translated, it can be a different way. Where's the real proof for Tchiyas HaMesim? It doesn't actually say the word Tchiyas HaMesim in the Torah. It's only, it's, it's, it's explained from Chazal that they learn it for the way that you do, the way you translate the Psukim. You can translate somewhere else. They said they're arguing with the Gemara. They're saying the Gemara, you're touching it this way. They're saying it because this pasuk is this goes on Mashiach, so you could touch it a different way. You're arguing with the Gemara. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that, they're arguing on Chazal. That they, they, they're saying they're saying where do you know that's Chiyas Hamesim? Seventy thousand people signed it. The Rambam didn't want to answer. The Rambam did not answer. The Rambam gave it to his Talmud to answer, and his Talmud wrote a letter back to them. And he says that when you eat things that are not kosher, it affects your nefesh, and you get cut off, and you end up seeing, you, 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 don't, you lose your edelkite, your, your refinedness, and therefore you can't see how pure souls can see this. You, 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 you know, as he's saying is you inherently have, you're not inherently, not inherently, you've caused a blockage in your brain. You know, it's like it's not... A, it's not even an answer that I can answer you clearly. It's like you don't understand the Edelkite. To understand Taka Chazal and the way Ter talk Teresh about Peh, you need a certain refinement. We take it for granted already to a certain degree. You're like you said, what are you talking about? It's a Gemal. That's, that's what they're arguing. That's good. It's good you have that feeling. That's what he's saying. You don't, you, you, you're missing. You, you cut yourself off the non-kosher food. And he, and he was very... St- that, that's what he sent him back in a letter. 
And it and it says that a little while later there was a big it was a magefa there and a lot of people died and then they realized there was a mistake a big problem and there was a lot of chayzer b'tshuva to the Rambam there was it was a tremendous tshuva movement that was caused uh, because of it when the person eats now and and the Rebbe says in the, the Rebbe says over the story once in in Fabian I saw and the Rebbe adds that. What are we talking about? Stam? What, people are eating treif? No, not that. People are not eating treif. It's like even people who are not, who does any shayla at all, and even our pitaiva. You know, as you eat, I'll be tired. Also, since it's like the Altiyeva says, you're connecting to Sholosh Kripas Atmeis, and since you're Sholosh Kripas Atmeis, you lose your Edelkite. You lose your refinement of how to see things. So the same thing. When we're seeing something, you're saying, oh, it's a, it's a Gemara. I also feel that way. What? We're, we're not, we didn't get totally Edel, holy people. We're not holy people. But enough of our Nefesh Bahamas has been refined to at least we can see it. You can perceive it. And that means that they're b'tachten. Because if you take this subject matter to somebody that doesn't do mitzvahs and he doesn't uh, do these, these concepts, they're like, what are you talking about? They don't even see the possibility. So the fact that we see the possibility, it's not just the Dovah Gashmi, the physical thing became more refined. The energy, the Nefesh Bahamas of it, also is a more refined vessel now. Well, we're past time. Okay, to continue.